Hey, this is Travis with Known Legacy. Thank you guys so much for checking in, and ladies, for checking into our podcast today. Just a few things as we get going. First and foremost, Bill and I always appreciate when you listen, and if you find the content helpful, we would love it if you went on and shared it on Facebook, mm-hmm. if you gave us a five-star review on wherever you listen to podcasts, and if you subscribe, that helps us immensely mm-hmm. as we try to continue to do what God has uniquely called us to do. Um, the other thing is this. It is not too late to plan for your church to host a date night and have Bill and I be a part of that. So if you want to do that, send us an email at info at knownlegacy.org and uh, we can set that up in the month of January and make sure that we are there and provide you and your church an amazing date night for your couples and strengthen those marriages that you have been called to do. Uh, finally, follow us on uh, any number of social medias at Known Legacy, uh, Known Legacy Ministries and then always go to the website knownlegacy.org. And now we talk about a plan of attack. You're listening to the Known Legacy Podcast, brought to you by Known Legacy Ministries. For more info, go to www.knownlegacy.org or look for us on social media under Known Legacy. Now here's your hosts, Bill and Travis. So I found out today that the office is going, well, I already knew, but I'm, I'm just realizing this, that the office is going off of off of the streaming service Netflix at the end of this year. I'm so sad about that. Like well, that's my go-to wake up. Like literally we wake up in the morning, we're doing breakfast and one of my kids puts on an office episode and we just watch it. Is I think that's everybody's yeah. kind of thing in the morning. It's the number one it's still the number one streaming uh show on Netflix and it has been for like the last 5 years. So I get in the word in the night in the night then I wake up the kids and then we turn on the office and just kind of watch watch it in the background. It's kind of interesting. And so, yeah, so so uh, my son was like, hey, it's going to go off at the end of 2020. I'm like, oh, my gosh. So anyways, kind of interesting, kind of kind of weird. Um, but it, it, you're right. It, like everything has its own service now. Everything has its own its own like, uh, you know, like uh, streaming service now. So where is it going? Do you even know where it's going? Well, I believe it's going to Peacock because NBC is launching their own streaming service. That's going to have all of their content and special content, everything. Everyone's moving that direction. Yeah. Like Disney and has proven this this proof of concept that for $5 a month, 80 million people will subscribe. They'll make $560 million a, a month for basically content that was already created. Like 50 Six years ago. $6 billion dollars a year for content that's already been created, and now everyone else is waking up. I think Discovery Plus. Anyways, we're not a TV show. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. We're not a review. But anyways, the sadness of how things have changed in 2020. I know. It's, it's the, the end of an era for all this stuff. You know, And even as we talk about it, it's just thinking about the end of our era of 2020. So um, let me ask you this, Bill. It's been the hardest four years of my life. <laughs> Seriously. So when you look back at 2020, obviously there's tons of stuff that we can be uh, upset about or frustrated with, but there's some successes that happen. So as you look at known legacy, kind of your baby, what are some of the wins from 2020 that you just want to shout out and say, wow, God did some amazing things here? I mean, it's been cool. We've, you know, we've in in the midst of all this unknowns, we've, we've consistently impacted, you know, you know, all the communities that are, that, that are known legacyites have, have been, uh, have have been out and been, been, been a part of, uh, you know, easy for you to say. Exactly right. We've done, you know, chalking the walk and, you know, like just bringing joy in the midst of like March, April, like what is all this stuff going on? Right, right. You know, we started out the year with some different, different printables, continued throughout the year with family focused printables, things like that. But then also to, to go to that. 
they are fantastic, and, and my family has engaged in those, obviously, because I'm on the team. Um, but they're fantastic. And if you haven't yet, go over to knownlegacy.org, and there's a whole section of things that you can see that we've done over the last few years, from yeah. Advent devotions to what we're going to talk about today, the bucket list for the family. All of those things are available. Yeah. Download them. Start to use them. Start to press them into your family and be blessed by them. So I would agree. I think that's a huge success this year. Yeah. The printables that you and your wife have produced, top-notch quality stuff any number of publishing houses would be blessed to have that stuff yeah, and well, we're giving it so away nice. for free for free well for i think free. it's been good because we love you guys you know we, we we had an awesome date night you know we we got to travel a few times and share share with some guys who, who desperately need it you know you know so printables we we did our first date night and we're looking forward to other ones in yep. 2021 we did a men's retreat yep. um over in lone star with in the a, midst a, of all this crazy right. like we've done other things but this year was like just like peeling back a steel top you know it's like you're like prying open a tuna can with your bare hands this right. year to try and get things to do and in the midst of it we still got to do so many great things yep. we launched our third season of the known legacy podcast which yeah. is amazing and you may not know this but we have over 40,000 downloads yeah. of the yeah, known yeah. legacy podcast it's which is cool amazing to me now you know some guys are like oh we do that in the first hour of launching our podcast but we're two dopes from allen texas that love apple cider donuts and drink absolutely. coffee absolutely so the fact that we have forty thousand folks out there that have listened to whatever we rambled on about is like humbling and a, yeah. a, all glory be to god you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, and you know, and the the amount of countries that we've been able to, to, to be a part of an impact has been really, really fun too. And you see those see those kind of go up and you're like, Hey, that's a new country. I didn't really even realize that the Ivory Coast listened to our stuff. So thank you. Shout out to the Ivory Coast. We we love you guys. Um but yeah, so I think I think for you know, in the midst of this year, it's been so good, it's been so fun. But I've had a lot of good conversations. Starting, you know, with myself, because uh, when I listen to myself, at least I sound like I know what I'm talking about. But, but you know, as I talk to other guys and, and other and other ladies, you know, again, we read this statistic a few weeks ago that only seven and a half percent of Christians read read their Bible daily. And there's this brokenness. There's this almost feeling of lost. Like, where do we go from here? And and it's not going to get easier. It's going to be more difficult. It's going to be a harder season. And so, we, me and Travis, were sitting there today thinking about me. Well, well, we've been thinking about this, but how? Do we move forward with a plan of attack? And when we mean plan of attack, a way for us to get off from where we are, say we're stuck in the mud. You know, again, I'm from New York, and so I've been stuck in the mud more than once <laughs> than I've wanted to. Down south, we call it red dirt, but anyways. Red dirt, but you get stuck, and you're like, I don't know how to move back to getting in the word, getting encouraged, right. and being an impact in the community around me. Well, and what I've noticed in conversations I've had with guys and um, is that, 2020 has made us so gun-shy because any plan that we had going into 2020 was literally blown out of the water in March. And then it was yeah. just, we, we transitioned into survival mode, we transitioned into trying to discern truth mode, and everything that we thought we, we could anchor to was in turmoil. And yeah. so there's a real hesitation for us from guys that I've talked to about putting together a plan, putting together a plan of attack for 2021 because God knows what's going to happen. Yeah. And I don't think that's what God delights in. He says, hey, make the plans, but trust me with the steps. Yes, yeah, the know? Lord directs the steps. Right, and I think that's what our heart is, is saying, Reengage. 2021 is still a, going to be an amazing year of the advance of the kingdom of God into yeah. the hearts and the minds of people, into our wives, into our kids, into our husbands, whatever yeah. it is. And so let's be proactive in this and let's not just be reactive like 2020 was oh, and reactive. see what God would do if we commit to being a part of the seven and a half percent. 
Yeah. Like maybe that's it. Maybe just say I'm going to commit to be a part of the seven and a half percent that does this every single day or as, as regular as possible. Yeah. You know, because it does feel like. I'm dipping my toe to swim in the bayou. Like, am I going to be able to swim or is an alligator going to come and bite my foot off? So it's that kind of weird year. And so in the midst of that, I can be sure of a few things in myself. And so to have a plan of attack, there's there's three steps that we need to walk through. And the first one is looking back. That's part of what we were talking about at the beginning. Like, man, with, with Known Legacy, we've been able to do so much. Consistently say, you know, we're going to continue to press in. And I'm hearing victory after victory of guys who are consistently going, I'm going to keep pressing into my family. I'm to love them we've we've done different things throughout this year it's seen the value of family we've had more more family moments family time right. you know more 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 dinner times together and so so looking back so i guess in this looking back the first thing we look at is what are our wins what are the wins that we have in in our life right and i think that the challenge for many of us is looking back with out the rose-colored glasses on and being as brutally honest as possible. Yeah. And I think one of the, the concerns that I have is that we have a culture right now that has really become comfortable with blaming someone else for the situation you're in. It's either the system's problem or the culture's problem or the government's challenge or the media's problem, right? Yeah. And I think the invitation for us as we step back and say, okay, I want to look back and have an honest evaluation of 2020 is to go through the lens of what was my responsibility and how did how did I respond in those situations? Because it, ultimately, it's up to me, you know. Yeah. My 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 life, my decisions, and my wife and I were having the conversation of like, we love the extra time that we had with our kids, but we realized we missed some of the opportunities with our kids. You know, we yeah. talked about going camping. We never did. We talked about spending more time hiking together, and we only did it a handful of times. And so, even with those new opportunities, we still missed some great chances yeah to go where we need to so look back be as honest as you possibly can with with the look back the wins and also the shortcomings yeah and then so as you look at these wins count your wins count those blessings you know count count the ways that you were hey man this year um you know i i ran the first six you know six months or hey i got a bike and i learned how to bike or you know hey i learned how to to to, to do something different in my life and it wasn't just i stayed in my pajamas all day but you know like you know i learned that there were 746,000 episodes of this you know it was, it was more what are the wins and there are wins you may have to dig them out of you but look back take make a list you to say here's the things that I was victorious in this year this year we had more family dinners we you know this year I took my wife on more dates or we had better conversations than we've ever had or hey I remodeled the bathroom or whatever it is count the wins and then also on the other side count the ways in which you the wish you would have hey Ooh, I wish that's a good I, phrase I wish I would have done this this is not to beat yourself up no but this is to focus so that the next thing would be what are the growth points so right. you have the wins Man, I love when this, and this is how I felt. This is how I responded. I love this. This made me feel this way. And then the losses, but then going, okay, what are some growth points between the two that I can change for 2021? Right. That's that first thing. So I, I, I'm thinking about um, coaches. And uh, so my kids go to Argyle High School, and I'm going to brag just for a second. Um, their football team won state in Texas, which is, is a huge deal. And not only do they win Texas, here's the crazy thing, a stat on the Argyle Eagle football team, varsity. They never trailed in any game all season. Really? They went 16-0 and and never trailed 
one single game, right? Wow. Now, when we're in, growing up, we have these coaches in our lives that will be able to speak into us and, and look at our deficiencies and look at some of our blind spots. But as we get older, we lose those coaches that will do that. And that means part of our maturity as men and as leaders and as, as wives and as leaders in our families is to take on that role of coach, to be as brutally honest with ourselves as we can, but then also speak that into the lives of our kids and the lives of the people around us if they invite us to. Don't be a Karen, don't be a Kevin, and feel like it's your obligation to speak into people's lives that are not asking for it. But I do think it's that role of saying a good coach looks at the film every single week and says, okay, what do we do, regardless of whether we won or we lost, what do we do well, and what do we need to work on? And then that next week, they focus on what they need to work on, and then they come up with a game plan, and they execute it. And that's kind of what we need to do as dads, and as husbands, and as wives, and as, you know, um, moms. Yeah, this. So, so the focus of going, how can I do this better? Doesn't indicate everything was terrible. It indicates right. You can continue to build in the foundation that that you had. You know, I was uh, as, as we're reading through one of my favorite books in the scripture is Joshua, and uh, I'm a huge fan of the book of Joshua. I love, love the book of Joshua. Love the book of Joshua, and in there you'll see that there's this story of Joshua where you know starting from you know chapter one where he kind of takes over the reins from Moses. Mm-hmm. And he has to start walking through, and God's like, don't be afraid. You know, be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Lord, The Lord is with you wherever you go. And he walks through all of these battles, taking down cities, taking, taking you know, the nation of Canaan for, for, for God's people, for, for, for him taking down cities and armies. And so we move on into Joshua 22, and he decides, hey, I'm going to build an altar. And the people kind of revolt against, like, how dare you build this altar? What is it about you and all your glory? And all these people come, come kind of against him. And he responds with this rebuttal in verse 24. It says, the truth is, we have built this altar because we fear that in the future your descendants will say to ours, what right do you have to worship the Lord, the God of Israel? The Lord has placed the Jordan of River as a barrier between our people and you and you people of Reuben and Gad. You have no claim to the Lord, so your descendants may prevent our descendants from worshiping the Lord. So we decided to build the altar, not for burnt offerings or sacrifices, but as a memorial. It will remind our descendants and your descendants that we, too, have the right to worship the Lord at his sanctuary with our burnt offerings, sacrifices, and peace offerings. Then your descendants will not be able to say to ours, you have no claim to the Lord. And this idea of this is not just for us. It's for someone else who comes after us. Yes. So us stopping, us looking back and saying, these are the things that I would want to do. These are the things that I've been successful in. These are the ways that I want to change. And setting up ourselves an altar of going, God, there's things I did right. There's things that I did wrong, and I want to remember that for a moment to go, how can I change it so I can do it better? It's just assessing life to say next year is going to be better and different than what this year is. doesn't mean that this year was bad or if it was good. It just says it's going to be different. It's going to be better. We can build upon that. Love it. Love it. So first step, find some time over the next few weeks to get alone, maybe get out by the fire pit, maybe sit out on the back porch or the front porch or whatever, and just reflect and I would encourage you write it down yes you know because it, because as you write it down it helps your mind free up from that thought and move on to the next thought yeah. because it feels like it's accomplished whatever it needed to accomplish so write it down and then have an honest conversation with yourself with whatever you wrote down. yeah so 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 take take a piece of paper very, very simply uh, and on the left hand side write down wins just the word wins yeah and on the right hand side write down losses yeah, and just just put or these down. And, yeah, 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 or, or should haves, and so so write these down and go through. These are the things that I did, and and walk the, and then flip the page over and just how can I grow? 
How can I do this differently? How can I do this better? And begin to focus on that. And that is the first thing about looking back and assessing your year. Because we have a lot of guys who want to move forward with a game plan. When I want to move forward with like a game plan, I need to know where I came from so that I can move forward right. to who I want to right. become. So uh, an interesting tool that was given to me a few years ago that I've, I've started to implement in my own life, and it's this idea of come up with a word for the year to come. Something simple that you can remember, maybe post on your uh, dashboard, maybe put on your bathroom mirror or something like that. Just a simple word that you can use to remind you of what the year is, what the goals are for the year to come. So yeah. one of my buddies, he said, my word for this year is promise. I said, promise? Why promise? Mm. He goes, because there's a lot of things that God's promised that may not come to fruition, but I have to hold on to his promises this year, yeah. regardless of what happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's I was great. like, man, that's brilliant. And so as you kind of go through all of those steps... Try and like boil it down to what is the word that God has placed on your heart that he's calling you to in the next year? Is it obedience? Is it faithfulness? Is it promise? Whatever that word is, and then start to share it with people around you, people that you trust, and then somehow remind your, yourself of it every single day. Set up a reminder on your phone that at 8 o'clock every day, that word will come up on your phone screen. And you're like, oh yeah, this year is about promise setting that up yep. so you know uh, there's two places that i hate going in my life it is the dentist and the eye doctor <laughs> <sighs> just take a moment for the t- Dude, so <laughs> i had i had my my checkup last week it was miserable my heart rate was through the roof my hands were sweating they're like are you in a stressful job i was like yeah i'm at the dentist office <laughs> i hate it office. here because i know you're gonna tell me i have 74 cavities right. even though i don't have 74 teeth i don't think <laughs> you look at me teeth. with all the plaque that's built up over the exactly. six months and like you haven't flossed have you and i'm like shut up you don't know that <laughs> they were like when's the last time you flossed like i don't know you were here <laughs> so so you always go in so, <laughs> it was the appointment we were together exactly, you we were together remember. you were in my mouth you don't say so but the, i remembered it because i bled for three days <laughs> afterwards thank you very much thanks a lot <laughs> and the eye doctor and it's it's always like because again as i'm getting older um i'm like i think that's an e or it could be a W. And so I don't ever really know. And so so, so, so every time I go in, I get this. Sir, there's no numbers on this exactly, chart. No, a, I swear to God, it's a four. That's a four. I could, I, there's no numbers on this I, chart. I promise you. It's either a four or it's a P. I don't know which one it is. It's a backwards P. Maybe it's a Q. I don't even know. But so you have these things. And then you get the new lenses and you're like, oh, I can say. You know, it's like, I, that's a, I've been passing a cow every day. I thought that was a road sign. And so it's so there's this all the second step in all this is to reset our focus. I, I may not like going to the eye doctor because it reminds me of how much older I'm getting, but it's still the idea of resetting my focus. So now I have a fresher view, a fresher standpoint. And right now, it's the time after you do these wins and losses, and you have this idea to then grab another piece of paper, and to ask yourself this question: What do I believe? Right. And this comes from this idea of. Who is God? Because so many times we don't want to approach God with confidence because we don't have confidence in who God is. Right. So, so we need to go, who is God according to his word? Right. You know, we've talked about this. Psalm 103, God's slow to get angry and abounding in unfailing love. You know, the his prodigal son. new every day. Yes. You know? The story of the, if you're having struggles right now with God because you've had a really bad year, I, I need you to go read the story of the prodigal son. Just look it up. The story of the prodigal son and see how that, Luke how, how that father responds to the son when yeah. he's walked away again this father the son basically said dad i need you to die so i can have your money 
and he watched as his dad sold off lands and told people that he had been with for for a long time to go hey listen i can't use you anymore because i don't have enough i don't have enough resources to to keep you and your family here so you have to leave and the son is in the background just kind of waiting for his money to come in as families are being torn apart as you know as his father's having to sell half of his property so he can go here's your money son right like basically you just said i wanted to die and now i've got to destroy all these families because of this because it wasn't he couldn't have done it all by himself right then he gives him the money but then at the end all the father wants is him yep and we sit there and go well there's all these stipulations now there's all these things that i have to do to walk through this and we have to go no no, we have to remind ourselves who is god who are we according to god's truth that we are more than conquerors that we are masterpieces we're fearfully and wonderfully made you know in fact uh psalm 139 shares some of this well, and I, you know, your new creation, you know, you've been adopted into his family. You're his kid and he doesn't disown you, though you may disown him. He will never disown you. Exactly. Right? And he will never turn his back on you. Never will I leave you. Never will I forsake you. That's a promise that he gives to you. And that's why the good, the prodigal son story is such a powerful story is because the father's always been waiting for the son to come back. Yeah. And then he runs to the son and says, I've always been here for you. I've always been with you. I've always been for you. Yeah. Even when you walked away from me. Yeah, it's it, it's it's that simple truth we walk away that say the prodigal son's father was always his dad. Yeah. And he was yeah. always his son, even yeah. when he walked away. So like, okay, so that so so that there's this promise in Psalm one thirty nine eleven it says, Oh Lord, in verse one, you you have examined my heart and you know everything about me. Right. That sometimes puts this uh, shutter down my spine. <laughs> it says, You know when I sit down and when I stand up, you know my thoughts even when I'm afar away. You see me when I travel and when I rest at home. You know everything I do. You know what I'm going to say even before I say it. Wow. (laughs) You go before (laughs) me and follow me. You place your hand of blessing on my head. Such knowledge is too wonderful for me. It's too great for me to understand. And this idea of like God knows you. So this whole idea of God knowing us is that is that as, as we walk in this know the perspective is god already knew that you were going to do this right god already had he he already had in your story that oh he i know he's going to walk away here he's going to do this here i don't know how he knows he knows and he and yet he still loves us and so um you know so i guess i guess at this point as you looked at those wins and those losses it's like it's you ask yourself the question what are the the lies that i believe this year that i need to put on the altar and sacrifice and say god this is not you you came to give me life and not death. Right. What lies am I accepting as I journey through this to reset my focus? Right. I love it. You know, that imagery of God's hand of blessing is upon our head. Um, I hadn't realized that no one has touched my head for years. Okay. Because, you know, it's not something we do in our culture. We go around touching other people's heads. Right. <laughs> I shaved my head. And then you have, and then my kids all of a sudden were like obsessed with touching my head. And what shocked me was the, um, that, like that is an intimate touch. Yeah. You know, and we forget that, that that's an intimate touch. And in a culture that's adverse to touch, we lose that. And all of a sudden I'm like, oh, my gosh, I, that's cool that my kids are like rubbing, rubbing my head. You know, I mean, that and, and, and to see that as God saying, hey, I, I come to you and I touch you in this intimate way by blessing you by touching your head. It's just a beautiful imagery. And you've got a nice bald head. I think I would look like Uncle Fester or something. Well, you got to have the big round face mm-hmm. with a little bit of girth. Otherwise, you can look like you're really sick. I would just, I would just, I just flow my locks back and forth as I, as I walk around. But yes, this, yes, the intimacy, this is that moment when you have to let God be intimate with you and say, Hey, you know what, God, 
I'm being vulnerable. I'm being real. You know, I, I had a great conversation with a guy and just the idea that like the victory in this was being real and authentic to go, God, yep. here's where I'm at. And he's like, it's okay. It's like the woman who was caught in adultery and he looks at her and, and then the whole thing was like, you know, uh, uh, man, all these accusers around her ready to kill her. And he's like, Hey, you without sin cast the first stone. And then everyone goes away and he leans down and he's like, Hey, where's your accusers? And I just hear, hear the gentle voice of him that he's like, she's like, I don't have any. He goes, don't, just don't do it again. Yeah. Just move on. Like yeah. move on from this moment. Again, the prodigal son hearing that story of like God's acceptance and moving going, that doesn't mean everything you did is okay. It means, Hey, we're going to have consequences, but the overall, we're going to get to walk in this journey of, okay, today's a new day. God's mercies are new to, are new this morning. Right. My wins, praise God for those wins. My losses, God help me to work on those losses. Here's the things I want to do different and better this year. But God, it comes to me going, I'm looking from the right lens to go, okay, I'm looking through the lens of a God who goes, I'm for you. Right. 2020 is over. It's time to focus on 2021. It's learning to have confidence in the forgiveness that Jesus has proclaimed for us on the cross of Christ. Yes. It's having confidence in that forgiveness, knowing that I am forgiven. And so I don't need to beat myself up because my accusers are no longer around me because God is for me. First John one, I think says that we have an advocate with the father, this idea that he, you know, that there's, that there's this enemy that's just accusing us. And again, God stands right there and says, he's my kid. I don't, I don't hear anything. I don't hear la 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 la. I don't hear anything. <laughs> I hear that he's my kid. That's all I hear from you, Satan. And we can walk in that boldness, but we don't. So accepting that truth and walking in the boldness is the second step to reset our focus. So look back, reset our focus. And then finally look forward. Yes. Look forward to the dreams that we want, the dreams that we desire, the things that God is calling us to for this next year. And, and here's the thing. We pursue those things. Even in the scriptures, I know that, you know, um, uh, Paul desired to go uh, over to, to uh, Asia Minor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Asia Minor to Macedonia. Or Asia Minor, yep. and, and he was never able to go to. Now, he was like, what, did God put that in his heart? I don't know. Probably did. I don't know. But, but you look and you go, but he was faithful to listen and do what he could to get there. And then from there, so so not everything that we desire is going to happen, but it's us being faithful to what God's called us to, because that's the part, that's the linchpin. It's not this idea of like, oh, you did it, good job, high five. It's like, oh, you listened and you followed right. me in that. Philip, go to the middle of nowhere. You're going to see this guy. You know, I know, I know, I don't. He didn't even tell him. He just said, go. And yeah. he's like, so so he went out there and he 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 met this eunuch. He she shared the hope of Jesus with him. They got baptized. They got baptized and. Un- he disappeared. Yeah. He was faithful. But it wasn't that he that he even led him to Jesus. It was that he listened to go. Right. And so many of us go, nah, God's not even talking to me. Again, who's God's character? He's for me. Right. Why wouldn't he talk to you? He's for you. End of story. Right. He wants you to be a part of his journey. And I, lo- and I love um, in the Psalms, you know, it's something we've talked about before, but, and I love it. That, thy word is a lamp unto my feet. And I think that's in dark times, that, that's when the lamp is lit. And we often want to have, um, uh, you know, the, the, the 5,000 lumen flashlight that will show you what's ahead for the next mile. And yeah, God's like, yeah. no, 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 no. You can have whatever plans you want, but trust me with the next step. Just trust me yeah, with the yeah, next yeah. step. And the only way you know the next step is when you sit down in the light of God, who is Jesus Christ, and say, God, what's the what's the enough light for the next step? And I think that's the, the, the key. You know, my kids last year, um, they brought this up uh, a week and a half ago. And uh, last year, uh, we, we had you guys do a bucket list for the family. And it's a little paper that you can print out. And you're going to see it on uh, the link here. You can go to knownlegacy.org and download it. And it's a great tool. I have, to have it on Instagram for you to check out. Right. So. Um, it's a great tool for you and the family to go through, and now is a perfect time to go through that. And it goes through those different steps. 
it goes through those different steps of um, you know, looking back, assessing where you're at, being honest with where you are, focusing again um, on what's most important to you, and then coming up with a game plan for the, the year moving forward. Yeah. And we, we, we did that like back in January, right? I honestly had forgotten about it because 2020 hit. And my yeah. kids came up to me a few weeks ago and was like, Dad, remember when we went to Kimsey's for that hour, hour and a half the coffee shop where we at? And, uh, and we did that, that list. That was, that was great. We should do that again this year. And I'm like, absolutely. It's something so we should cool. do every single year. And so that's what we want to encourage you guys. This is big stuff. Take some time. Get your family. Go someplace. And go through that sheet. Yeah. You know, and just go through those steps and invite them to go through those steps. And then the big kick kicker is to share what everyone wrote so that you guys can be on the same page moving forward, fighting for each other, encouraging each other, because this life is lonely. And, the you know, there are enemies at the gate that are trying to destroy you. And so yeah. you need your family on your side. Absolutely. And so, you know, Philippians 3, 13 and 14, I love this. So we've talked about looking back. We've talked about getting our focus. It said, dear brothers, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press that now here. When he means forgetting the past, he doesn't mean just totally neglecting and saying, okay, you know, again, I am a new creature, but knowing, learning from that past, moving forward from where you are, moving forward from this, the lies that you've accepted, putting those on the altar, saying, God, that is not me anymore. Today is a new day. It said, but focus on this one thing, forgetting the past, looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God through Christ Jesus is calling us. This idea of going, do not live in the lies or the failures of your past, but to move forward to something greater. So ask yourself now, who do we want to become? Yeah. So so we're going we're gonna to give you guys an opportunity. We'll have this, this you know, this, uh, this uh, 2020 bucket list, family, family questions kind of list for you to have available for you to check out, for you to download for free, share it with your friends, but more importantly, share it with your family, whether that's you and your spouse, whether it's you and your grandchildren, whether it's you and yourself, God has a legacy for you to, 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 to complete and, 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 and finish out. And it's truly starting to be obedient. So it's, it's, it's assessing the things that you were, you know, the, the things that were, and moving on to what is going to become. And so pressing into that. So this week, your challenge, your 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 major takeaway is download this sheet, check it out, fill it out, and then use this to impact your 2021 for Jesus. So you yeah. can say, God, I want to be used by you because there's no other greater hope than this world needs than Jesus Christ. And by you becoming who you desire to become, you you make foolish the wise who say, no, I've got the plan. I've got the purpose. When they come to you and say, Hey, why are you so different? Right. Why are you happy? Why are you peaceful? (laughs) Why do you not hate your family? Why do you, why do you keep striving to become something different? Because you just seem like you have a peace about you. Right. And that is why all this happened. This is why known legacy, you know, started. It's because we wanted you to understand your value as a child of God and what you were called to be, which is so much greater than just existing. Right. Playing video games, nothing wrong with video games, but playing video games and then just dying. Right. That's not what it's about. Right. It's about impacting this world around you for generations to come. So we believe in this resource so much that we are absolutely giving it away 100% free. But I do invite you, if you are not currently on our emailing list, man, if you would be willing to share your email with us and get you into that emailing list, that'd be a huge blessing to us. We do weekly or quarterly emails that kind of update everyone and give some more resources and more um, book reviews and stuff like that. So please, please, please do that. Um, But more importantly, do this, share this, make sure it's a tool that's not just a blessing to you and your family, but to the families and the friends and the people around you as well. Yeah. And if you just, just do us a favor, 
email info at known legacy. That link will be on, on, on the little bio of this, this podcast and just say, you know, email list. That's all I need is just, just the words email list. And I will add you to the email list. If you'd like to put your name down, great. If not, just your email is fine. We'd love to stay connected with you guys. Thanks for listening today. Check us out again on Instagram, Facebook, uh, you know, check out info at, you know, at known legacy for questions, comments, or concerns. Uh, yeah. And if, if God was able to do what he was able to do in 2020 with everything stacked against us, imagine what 2021 will be. All glory be to him. Yeah, we're, we're only moving this train faster, so we'd love to have you be a part of it. Thanks for listening, guys. God bless you all. Have a happy new year. Thanks for listening to By Dads, For Dads on the Known Legacy podcast. Look for us on social media under Known Legacy or go to www.knownlegacy.org to stay connected. For booking or questions, email us at info at knownlegacy.org.